Hello and welcome to the Team Poor Sport Week Ten Recap uh, Week Eleven Preview Show. Uh, it's been a, it's been a while. It's been a minute. We had some technical difficulties Week Nine, and then uh, Week Ten I was away on vacation. We weren't able to get anything done. So uh, glad we were able to get back at it Week Ten. Vince uh, coming off a horrific loss for me, and uh, for you coming off another win, ten and zero. Oh. Incredible. How are you feeling today, Vince? Feeling good. Uh, I think I'm guaranteed first place. I think I'm pretty sure I could lose out and still get first place. So that's a weird feeling to know that I can lose and still be first. So I'm not really going to know what to do with myself the next couple weeks. You know, obviously still going to play everything and, and you know that kind of thing but it's just it's weird it's a rare rare thing that i'm just soaking up as much as possible she tried to go undefeated still try not to lose any games i'd rather lose now than like no it's 15, don't lose ever don't lose or just ever. not lose ever sure like obviously that's the play but you know all right so uh getting into the results from last week so uh i lost a Close one to Mike. Uh, Vince, you were able to beat Tim. Uh, Ryan beat Jake and Kate. Sean beat uh, Mikey. Uh, Bill beat Mike. And George beat Max. All right, so the first game we'll talk about uh, is going to be your game, Vince. You played against Tim. So two highest uh, scoring T or two highest records. Uh, going against each other going into the week and uh you really had uh you put up the most points again this week and really just uh set a great lineup um you know great plays from Alvin Kamara once again he had three touchdowns um even with Drew Brees getting hurt he was still the best player in fantasy uh Brandon Ayuk another great pickup for you I uh, played really well and uh Josh Allen was still cooking great play for me Great play from Gibson, and, uh, you know, really had a great lineup. And Tim, you know, he got a bust from Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Daryl Henderson was caught in that uh, three-headed monster that Rams have going on. And then, uh, you know, some questionable plays, but still great plays from Herbert and and, uh, Stephon Diggs. And, uh, you know, I saw the last – towards the end of that game – Vince, I'm sure you're watching that game carefully, the uh, Arizona-Buffalo game. And uh, when Allen hit that touchdown to Diggs, how did you feel? And then talk me through how you felt the rest of the game. When I play DraftKings, like usually like how you do it is you create a stack. So you want a quarterback, you know, usually a couple pass catchers, um, and that kind of thing. So I try not to do the Cardinals, but – with the Cardinals and the Bills being the highest point total of the week, uh, it was just really hard to not play uh, this stack. So I ended up going with Kyler Murray uh, and DeAndre Hopkins. I think I also, like I full game stacked it. I had like Larry Fitzgerald, like pretty much all my players were in that game. Um, Also had Stefan Diggs, which was fine. So when Stefan Diggs caught that touchdown, you know, it kind of helped me a little bit in my DraftKings, but obviously being a Cardinals fan uh, was not very good because it was pretty much like, oh, like, yeah, that's the game. Like, there's no time left. Um, watching the game, he rolls out. 
throws, so he rolls out left, throws it with his right arm and still got a lot of juice on the ball, which was pretty amazing in that aspect. And then just getting it into the end zone and DeAndre Hopkins just doing what he did. I mean, I don't have to describe it in great detail because I'm sure everybody has seen, you know, that at this point, but you know, he described it as pretty much just dunking on people in basketball, uh, except he did it to three guys. So that's pretty amazing. Kyler said that he didn't know where he was. He just knew that he was down there somewhere and he literally just chucked the ball. Um, when you have one of the best, you know, 50, 50, uh, ball catchers on your team, you just throw it up to him, hope he comes down with it. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, as far as my reaction, uh, I literally took my shirt off and flung it around like a helicopter while screaming woo. Um, so yeah, that was my reaction. Kind of excited. Uh, almost didn't really have any business winning that game, but there we go. I was a Cardinals fan. I'm sure it was a pretty great moment for you too. So great game, really fun game to watch and congratulations on your win. Keep it moving. Uh, tough one for Tim, but he's still in a pretty good spot. Still, uh, currently tied for a second uh, in the league. All right, next game we'll get to is my game against Mike. Uh, so I had, I had a, you know, a pretty good game from, you know, I decided to bench uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Thursday game and ended up working out fine. Uh, got good play from Deontay Johnson, who continues to be a, a target monster. Um, Ten or more targets and. I believe uh, five out of seven games that he's played in. So tons of volume. Uh, good play from DJ Moore. Uh, James Robinson, two touchdowns called back by penalty. That really hurt. Um, I had Kyler Murray going up against his DeAndre Hopkins. So that play at the end of the game kind of just did nothing for me. Um, even though Kyler was awesome, but credit to Mike. He uh, started Salvin Ahmed. Um from Miami, um, who weren't sure how much work he was going to get, but he got all the work. Uh, he was pretty great. And then uh, started MVS uh, in a crazy, crazy windy game, uh, who was also great. So some great management from Mike. Uh, started the Raiders D, got great performance from them. Um, you know, put up the most points this week. I mean, it's unfortunate I had a really good week. I put the third most points in the league, so lost. But uh, my hat's off to Mike. Um, but, man, were you able to watch uh, that uh, Green Bay throw uh, to MVS, Vince? Uh, yeah, so I have, I've usually watched Red Zone, so I usually get a glimpse of, you know, all the big plays. But, yeah, uh, apparently if you're throwing with the wind, uh, it doesn't really matter how far you throw it, even though like winds were projected to be like 45 miles an hour in that game. Uh, it also doesn't help when you have an, an extra guy in the back that wears a striped shirt. Uh, so that always helps. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, it was a 15 point play. Uh, whenever those come around, uh, does not feel good when you're on the receiving end of your opponent getting a 15 point one play. Uh, so, yeah, it feels bad, and uh, playoff hopes are pretty bleak right now. Uh, but I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep trying my best uh, and find a way to lose. Um, but right, moving on to the next game, um, we got Ryan 
uh, went against Jake and Kate. Um, Ryan got great performance from uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Devontae Adams was was good, not as great as MVS, but he was he was definitely really good. Um, got just enough from the rest of his lineup, uh, just because Jake and Kate just got had a really good offensive performance. Uh, AJ Green with the goose egg. Um, uh, Jonathan Kelly just two points. Evan Ingram after the great game last week, uh, only two uh, catches on three targets for 15 yards. Um, rolled out double tight ends and uh, had to go without Ezekiel and entire kill. And this is kind of what happens when you uh, went into a bad week for buys. Uh, Vince, any analysis on this one? Uh, the goose egg for AJ Green. So the Bengals put up, what, 31 points? Uh, mm-hmm. And he didn't have a catch? I mean, that's pretty. I mean, not surprising, but I mean, it's it's pretty crazy when you're just not involved in the offense at all uh, when they score 31 points. Um, other than that, I mean, nothing really stands out besides Aaron Rodgers uh, against Jacksonville, which I thought was an ugly game, to be honest. Like, it's crazy how that game was even that close, 24 to 20. Um Outside of that, not too much analysis here. Okay. All right. Next game, we're going to talk about uh, Sean against Mikey um, in a battle where uh, Sean only had to put up 84 points to get a victory this week. Uh, So some luck, fortunately, bouncing his way this week. Um, The Lamar Jackson pickup for this week was fine. Uh, He ended up putting up 24 points. Uh, Stafford put up more. But this is the first week he had, since he, uh, he had started him since uh, trading Keenan Allen for him. So uh, got a great performance from Justin Jefferson. He just uh, seems awesome. Probably uh, he's looking like the best wide receiver in the class. I know he's definitely rated as far as uh, pro football focus as the highest uh, wide receiver in the class. Is he actually the highest wide receiver in the NFL then? Is that what I saw? Or is it just among rookies? Uh I believe it was just among rookies. Okay. I don't think that would be of all players. Not to look into it, but he's been very, very good. Um, but Fulgham kind of disappeared. Uh, but Mikey started Harrison Bryant, I mean, with Travis Kelsey on by. Um, I mean, tight end is really tough. Uh, you know, got me a performance to him, uh, Aaron Jones. Um, Antonio Brown, meh. But Tom Brady tried to carry the load, but just could not do so. Um, anything you really noticed from this one, Vince? Um, no. I mean, both quarterbacks uh, for these nuts got a good amount of points, so pretty much didn't matter who they started. Uh, Lamar Jackson looked a little bit better. Um, it's pretty insane. I think it came out last week that opposing defenses were literally calling out plays uh, that Baltimore was doing before they were doing it. Uh, So that's never good. Um, I'm sure that has to do with, you know, why they haven't been as successful this year. Um, So I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson went in the second round. Um, You know, we kind of talk about it all the time. So I'm not going to really talk about the cost cost effectiveness of that. Um, You mentioned Fulgham, just that offense, 
you know, we thought it might be a bounce back spot against the Giants. Apparently the Giants defense is better than we all thought. Other than that, yeah, nothing too much here. Okay. All right, another close one. We got Bill who went up against uh, Mike P. Um, so Bill was able to squeak it out. Um, started Jared Goff, who had a great game, but statistically uh, did not. I mean, had over 300 passing yards, but, you know, two rushes from inside the 10 for Malcolm Brown for touchdowns. Um, if those had been, you know, not tackled on the one-yard line for Gerald Everett, uh, Jared Goff could have got had a really, really big day. Uh, Josh Jacobs and uh, DeAndre Swift, both awesome running backs for Bill. Really doing well with uh, not being able to have uh, Joe Mixon. If you look at Bill's bench, it's just all people that are out or on injured reserve. Um, so, did well with what he could uh, versus Mike, who uh, started James Conner, um, who just continues to struggle. Uh, Vince, what's up with James Conner? So they're finding ways to get touchdowns that doesn't involve James Conner. When you have Chase Claypool, you know, running weird routes and that kind of thing. And they're just kind of, they realize that they don't need slash want to use James Conner. You know, he's just kind of there. He hasn't been great. Uh, and the strength of this team is the wide receivers with Devon, uh, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, uh, Juju, you know, had a big week this past week. That's the strength of the team. Um, and, you know, we're seeing, you know, them use the wide receivers more than kind of the running backs um, to kind of transition to the other running back that he has. I got 19.6 points, Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so he lost by six points, and if you watch the game, you're laughing because we know what happened. Nick Chubb runs out of bounds for you know uh, the better of his team, not for the better of fantasy, and it literally affected this matchup, which is kind of insane. That's crazy, um, right? He, he would have won. But he yeah, got another yard and uh, another point. Yep. So Bill would have lost if he had, you know, ran, ran it in for the end zone or into the end zone. Uh, that's really unfortunate. Um, yeah, I think he ended up apologizing, even though, like, yeah, this is a game that we play, but you know, they got to look out for the team more than our fantasy things. But it's just crazy, you know, that that actually was, yeah, you know, a thing that you know was relevant in our fantasy league. The best part was it like he thought it was. It wouldn't have made a difference, right? Because the touchdown would have put him up by two scores anyway. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> He's just tired of Todd Gurley. At, like I was gonna say, I'm not, yeah. Todd Gurley like tried to, but then ended up falling into the end zone anyway. So who knows? Incredible, incredible. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm like total heartbreaker. All right, last game we're going to talk about is uh, George against Max. Um, George was able to beat Max pretty bad. Uh, started with that Thursday night game. Uh, Naeem Hines gave him 26 points, uh, one of the best performances of the week for sure. Um, and then uh, decent performance from his tight end. Uh, getting Chris Guy went back, and he, he produced. Uh, Cream hunted well. And then uh, both quarterbacks kind of fell on their faces. Um, Derrick Henry uh, 
didn't get the rushing touchdowns. He had those basically taken away from him. Uh, you know, with the, what was it Johnny Smith had a rushing touchdown, and uh, I forget who the other one was, the fullback. But Derrick Henry basically had vulture for two touchdowns. Um, so definitely rough. And uh, Max started. Uh, uh, which Moore is that from uh, Seattle? Uh, David Moore. Uh, David Moore, yeah. So he started David Moore, who uh, the third wide receiver on uh, Seattle against the Rams. Uh, but the Rams defense, too good. He did nothing. Um, great play from T. Higgins, but besides that, I mean, uh, next team really didn't show up. Um, any analysis from this one, Vince? Um, so you texted me during that Thursday game and asked me, who is Dante Foreman? to which I think I replied he was the third running back on the Texans years ago, and I completely forgot he was in the league. Um, So, yeah, so there's that. Um, So, yeah, that Thursday game was kind of ugly. Henry couldn't really get going. Um, Other than that, I mean, pretty much it seems to be a trend where, like, if you can put up 100 points uh, in this league, you have a pretty good shot of winning. Um, and that was the case in this matchup. Yep. All right. Uh, the next thing we're going to do, Vince, uh, is something that we did on a previous podcast, but <laughs> didn't make it into the recording. So we wanted to make sure we got it out for you guys. So kind of uh, mid-season awards, just as kind of recognizing, you know, who's done well, uh, who hasn't, and uh, kind of, you know, me and Vince's opinion on things. So, uh, to preface, um, uh, originally we said we can't pick ourselves, but Vince, I think we should be able to pick ourselves. Um, just try not to pick yourself too much, right? Just kidding. You're doing a great job. Um, so the first award we're going to give out is going to be, uh, the best owner award. And, uh, so when I say best owner award, I mean, someone who's just managed their team really well. Um, so, so Vince, uh, best owner award, who would you go with? Uh, for best owner, I'm going to go with Ryan. Uh, he's on a four game win streak, uh, third highest average, uh, points. Um, so it's pretty huge, you know, when you can, um, just set a lineup and just have the best place, uh, not leave, not leave a lot of points on your bench. Um, it's really important, you know, it's half the battle as long as, or along with, you know, picking the right players and that kind of thing. Um, so he's done a great job with that. Um, also having, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams uh, on your team. Uh, Jerry Judy's kind of been coming on uh, in that offense, needing to throw uh, with Denver, um, you know, has a decent team, um, but you know, like I said, half the battle is starting the right players, and I think he's done that. So that's why I think he's uh, been a good, really good manager. Yep, yep. All right. Well, my vote, uh, it's got to be for Tim. Um, I know he just had a big loss last week, but um, if you throw the draft aside, and uh, I stand by how I felt about his draft, um, I thought it wasn't a great draft. Um, and he did have Christian McCaffrey, who he hasn't had all season. Um, save what he was injured week two 
and then he came back. He played in week nine and then was injured again. So he's only had him for three games. He still managed to be tied for second. Um, and just going through his team, I mean, great pickups. I mean, picked up Justin Herbert off the waiver wire, picked up Chase Claypool off the waiver wire. You know, uh, you know, Justin Jackson, who gave him some great performances. Um, you know, he Daryl Henderson, who he picked up off the waiver wire, and 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 Brandon Cooks, who he picked up off the waiver wire. And you just look at his team, and it's basically built by waiver wire, um, which uh, goes to show that he's really been active and really looking to improve his team uh, early on. And he hit on a lot of those guys, um, and he's just really done a really great job. And I got to commend him for it. All right, um, next person that we're going to vote for uh, is going to be the worst owner. All right, so the worst owner can be the person who's maybe set the worst lineups or person who, I don't know, maybe hasn't been as active or hasn't really done much. Or, But the worst owner, in your opinion, Vince, is who? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Mike Red, um, lowest points for on the season. Uh, he's three and seven. You know, we kind of talked about, you know, starting the right players and that kind of thing. Um, you know, looking at his team, you know, he has enough pieces there. Uh, maybe he got unlucky a couple weeks or so, but um, just to consistently have the lowest amount of points in the league, uh, it's not good, Bob. Yeah, not good. Um, just to be contrarian, pick someone different. I'm going to go with uh, George um, just because I want to say like, like the first half of the season. Uh, his ownership was kind of like lackadaisical and uh, yeah, he is five and five. And right now after the season uh, start, if the season ended today, he would be in the playoffs. Um, but I believe he had Saquon Barkley on his, on his roster for like five weeks. Uh, there was a week where he had set his lineup. So my vote's going to be for George, but he's definitely improved as far as, um, making sure his lineups are set and making sure he doesn't have players that are on IR uh, just chilling on his bench. Anyway, um, next thing we're going to do is what was it, the luckiest owner, Vince? The luckiest owner. All right. And Vince, who are you going to say is the luckiest owner? So they actually have a uh like all these different settings, like you can actually see who the luckiest thing is. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I don't have to look it up to know that it's uh, Mike L. Um, just every week um, just seems to kind of just get there. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. It just how often it's happened. Um, but yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, uh, he's definitely been, you know, very, very uh, fortunate and is in prime spot. Like, like we said earlier, it's tied for second. Um, and I can't, I can't disagree with you. Um, looking at his matchups, it has to be Mike. I don't think there's really not much else to say. Um, but I mean, he's been, a, he's been a good owner. Don't get me wrong, but he's definitely got pretty fortunate in a bunch of his matchups. Yeah. Right. Like it's, Sorry, it's been nice to have Dalvin Cook the past couple of weeks, but during those weeks where he didn't have him, uh, I think those were the weeks where he was kind of 
you know, um, just squeaking out wins. So, I mean, obviously Delvin Cook on your team is going to be great. So, you know, he was able to squeak out those wins. And now that he has Dalvin back, uh, it's even better for him. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's been a beast. Um, and it'll be exciting to see uh, Ryan and uh, go on against uh, Mike this week. But uh, keep it moving. Uh, now I want to go with the most unlucky owner. And I think we're probably going to have the same answer for this one. Um, but Vince, you can go first. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Sean. Um, you know, I actually got to meet him. Uh, I was visiting family in Jersey uh, and stopped by the restaurant. Um, yeah, Sean, you know, we ragged on him. You know, I'll be the first to admit, like, I ragged on on his draft. Um, but he's come out um, and just, you know, been just really unlucky and really unfortunate. Um, you know, he's been putting up the points and that kind of thing and just, unfortunately sitting at three at seven, you know, uh, I know he knows that he has to win out kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Like, unfortunately this stuff happens, but, um, you know, not out of it yet, you know, just, just keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, I think you, you might be able to get into the playoffs. Yeah. I told him, I think I checked earlier. It was like a 3% or 5%, something like that. But, oh, and I texted him. So you're saying there's a chance the old, uh, <laughs> dumb and dumber Jim Carrey. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. So, uh, I'm definitely going to agree with you. Definitely Sean. Um, he's really, like I said, uh, bit, like you said, very, been very unlucky, uh, with his matchups, um, had some great pickups. I mean, Justin Jefferson, Mike Davis, uh, who has been serviceable, uh, Travis Fulgham. I mean, really some great pickups. Um, two quality tight ends picked up Rod Gronkowski. Um, and, uh, I mean, besides trading away, uh, Keenan Allen uh, really put his team together quite well. Um, but, yeah, it's got to be Sean. All right. Next segment. Uh Next thing we're going to do, Vince, is uh, predicting the winner. So um, for this segment, uh, we will continue to also not pick ourselves. So to pick a winner that isn't going to be yourself, Vince, who are you going to pick? It's really tough um, and not because of, like, the whole not picking myself. You know, obviously, like, it's, it's more fun if I pick somebody else. But, I mean, it's going to be crucial whoever gets that, that second spot for the playoff by, because if, you know, right now sitting, uh, it's going to be Tim or Mike L, you know, obviously, you know, anything can happen between now and then, and somebody else could kind of, you know, squeak in there, but it's pretty much been them the whole season. Uh, and both of them are kind of sitting in a prime spot to get it. Um, but I think I'm going to lean Mike L um, just because we did talk about Dalvin cook. He does have enough key pieces um, on his team to where if he does get that playoff by, uh, he just needs to put it together together for two weeks. Um, and then I kind of have a dark horse pick, um, but I'm going to let you pick because I want to see if it's going to be the same team. No, it's definitely not going to be the same team. I promise you that. Um, you got to keep in mind, what if, what if, you know, Tim also has uh, Christian McCaffrey, who could be coming back the week after his bye. So that 
you know, Tim getting that by and not, and, you know, get an extra week of not, maybe not having Christian McCaffrey and getting that week. I mean, it's so critical for Tim. He's got to get that by. Um, but my vote's going to be for you, Vince. Uh, Destiny, it's in the stars. Uh, so my vote is going to be for you. I think you, you're, uh, you've been the best owner all year. Um, had the best draft and uh, drafted the best player and your team stayed healthy. Uh, lost George Kittle and you continue to roll 10 and 0. Uh, so my vote's going to be for you. All right. Let's the Dark Horse on. team uh, that I was going to mention also is Ryan. Yeah. Uh, when you have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on your team, I mean, that's, I mean, if those guys put up, you know, the points that they did, what was it the other week, you know, you just have to, you know, kind of fill in the pieces around that. Um, and with kind of like the scoring that it's been at, you know, you don't have to score too many points. So if you get those two guys that blow up a week and then you can just kind of figure it out with the other spots, um, yeah, it could be huge for him. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got a really good team, and I definitely think he'll make the playoffs and uh, wouldn't want to play him there. All right, so our uh, last segment, as always, is going to be our pick em. So we're going to take a look at next week's schedule. All right, so the first game we're going to talk about is uh, me against Tim, and this is for the Boombot. For all the marbles uh so personally for me and tim it's quite personal and uh the bragging rights are supreme so since you know this match uh i would say that if i lose i probably am knocked out of the playoffs a very good chance and uh and I'll also have no boom bots instead of having two boom bots so consequences are severe i must win i'm gonna pick myself since uh, so it looks like McCaffrey is going to be out again this week, uh, which is good for you. He also has Stefan Diggs on a bye, uh, which is also good for you. Um, you know, looking at it now, you know, lineups obviously aren't set still pretty early in the week. Um, so just trying to kind of figure out, you know, the other things here. You know, I think you'll be probably projected a slight edge, you know, once, you know, both of you set your your rosters, but I'm going to pick you um, just because, you know, he is missing just, you know, those two players, you know, obviously has Julio coming back from a bye. Uh, Saints have been playing really well on defense, but uh, I'm going to pick you. Thanks, Ben. Um, all right, moving on to the next one. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, we're going with Mikey against Bill. And it looks like, um, you know, obviously the lineup's aren't set. Um, I can't imagine Mikey lose. He just continues to lose his all six in a row. Um, Bill might not have uh, Kenny Galladay, but I mean, still has a really, really solid team. Uh, it's hard to pick against his team. Like, really, really hard. Um, but... I'm gonna. I'm still gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick Mikey. Maybe he finds a way. <laughs> Rooting yeah, for you, Mikey. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Bill. Uh, I think he doesn't really. I think uh, Mikey doesn't really have enough there. You know, he's got you know four players on a bye. Uh, just on top of you know kind of the rest of it. I won't get too much into the specifics, but 
Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go go with Bill this one. All right, uh, next one's gonna be uh, family. So Sean against Jake and Kate. So that is, you know, husband and wife going head to head. And uh, it looks like uh, Jake and Kate haven't set a lineup yet. Uh, I think once they do, it's gonna be pretty close. Um, yeah, Sean seems also very, very good. Uh, I'm going to go with Jake and Kate. I think uh, it would be very fitting for them to close the door on Sean's season. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jake and Kate. Vince? Yeah, that would be devastating. Um, I'm going to go with Sean here. Uh, I think there's enough there. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pick Sean. Um, you know, it's funny how like the season evolves. We were pretty much every week we were picking Jake and Kate, um, you know, really early on, you know, they kind of, you know, fell off a little bit there and, you know, as the season evolves, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick Sean. Yeah, I really feel like. Jake and Kate got just like as impacted by uh, you know the Dallas offense of losing Dak Prescott I mean you saw Ezekiel Elliott's numbers just straight up nosedive and then didn't have Miles Sanders for most of the season you know and then still I mean you look at that wide receiver core it's stout I mean Juju, Robbie Anderson, Tyreek Hill I mean that's really really solid but I mean Juju had a really, really rough start of the season. So, I mean, I mean, I could see why they're four and six, but. Uh, just, stop, just stop playing A.J. Green and you might be better off. Yeah, right. Drop A.J. Green. I'm not picking him up. <laughs> no, I'm not there. touching him. Um, all right, next game. Uh, uh, it's going to be Bill. Uh, Bill? I'm sorry, not Bill. It's going to be uh, Ryan against Mike L. All right, so this this game is really really important for both of them. Currently, it looks like like Al doesn't have a quarterback, so that definitely affects a lot. So, got Dalvin Cook, got Devontae Adams on the other side. I'm gonna go with uh, Ryan. Sorry, just sitting here and looking at things. Um, I wish I knew what quarterback Mike was playing so I can make a decision, but obviously I can't. Um, it's on the waiver wire. I don't want to guess, but you can get. I mean, it really it really depends. Yeah, it really depends on that. Um, on kind of how I would feel. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan on this one um, just because I'm pretty sure there's nothing really out there. Um, there is. It's ugly. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Ryan then. Wow. It's ugly. A lot of people must have backup quarterbacks. That's really, 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 really bad. Even for a 12-team league, that's really bad. 
I mean, I get the whole COVID thing, but, you know, whatever. Really bad. I mean, I know I have a backup quarterback. Dude. I know you probably do too, right? Because you're streaming quarterbacks. Oh, no, Josh Allen. That's it. Oh, that's right. You're not streaming quarterbacks in this league. Um, it's like the one league I'm not streaming quarterbacks. <laughs> All right. Um, next game is going to be you against uh, uh, Max. All right. So. Yeah, Josh I have Allen to pick up. Yeah, I have to pick up a quarterback because he's on a bye, unfortunately. Well, no, you have Andy Dalton coming off COVID. Maybe. I might play him. We'll see. All right, so I have to assume that you would start Andy Dalton because he's the only one on your roster. Uh, Chris Carson, probably not going to play against Patrick Mahomes back. Uh, I think Carson uh, had limited practice today is what I saw. Or was it like an estimated practice report? Because a lot of times that's what they do on Tuesdays. But they play a Thursday, right? So they might have actually gotten practice in. Yeah. I think they just have to provide a practice report. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, pick against you and say that Max is going to beat you and make you not undefeated anymore. Yeah, I can't bet against me, so I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably win. <laughs> even like picking up a quarterback. I don't even know. I don't even know what's out there right now. It just doesn't even matter. Well, like I'll still that. I'll still try and win just because like I just want to dominate people and continue to do so. So at least you got Andy Dalton. I'm sure I'll find somebody. Yeah, at the worst case scenario, it looks like Dalton's coming back against a terrible Minnesota defense. All right. Um, last matchup we're going to talk about is uh, Mike P against George. Uh, looking at it here. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see the benches. Yeah, I will also pick him. That's a solid squad. I mean, he needs yeah. to get better play from some of his players. Just got Nick Chubb back. So, yeah, it's definitely solid. All right, Vince. Uh, that's it for today's show. Um, last thing I wanted to remind everyone is that um, finished week, week 10. Uh, so that being said, uh, keepers uh, will lock in um, for your for your lineups. You can't keep anyone that you've picked up after this week. Um, so basically, if they weren't on your roster during week 10, you cannot. You know, So if you pick someone up off the waiver wire, they will not be eligible to be keepers for the following year. Um, so you can only keep people that are on your team now. Um, as rules state, it has to be in a round above the round they were drafted in. Uh, so you can't keep first rounders. Uh, so if you draft, so your first round pick this year, Vince was Alvin Kamara. So you will not be able to keep him next year for first round pick. And mine was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I will not be able to keep him for first round pick. But um, if I don't I wanted, think you would want to anyway. No, but if I wanted to keep that stellar second round pick, Kenny and Drake, as my first round pick, I could hypothetically. <laughs> but we don't. We don't have there. to. Yeah, we don't have to decide now. Um, nope. You know, we have until next August. But yeah, I mean, like you're saying, just yeah. So anybody that's on your team now, they have to be on your team the rest of the season, and then the rosters will lock once the season's over, and then you won't have to make a decision until you know a few weeks before the draft, at least. Yep. So yeah, that's what we're thinking. Like the earliest we want to 
announce keepers is a few weeks before the draft. It'll probably be something like I'll text Vince who my keepers are, and then uh, you guys will all email me yours. That way, you know, we make sure that everyone, everything's only up and up as far as he's got keepers. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. League dues. Um, I believe I have been paid by everybody except, I want to say, Mike P, Bill. So, uh, yeah, so just Mike P and Bill uh, still need to pay. Um, everyone else has paid, and thank you for that. Um, just keeping the money in my Venmo account, and then just whenever uh, people win, I'll just pay it right out um, to whoever the winners are. Um any parting words, Vince? Big game for the Cardinals this past week. Big get uh, big game for the Cardinals this coming week on Thursday against Seattle. Uh, it's a great division. Uh, both of our teams, the Rams and the Cardinals, look good. So pretty happy about that. Uh, ten and zero. Yeah, it was definitely a good one for the. You know, I normally talk about the Rams uh, six and three. Uh, dominated the Seahawks. Jalen Ramsey showing why he's every bit worth that big contract he got shutting out TK Metcalf. Um, so yeah, with that being said, Rams are about to be seven and three. Signing out. Peace out.